guys, welcome to this week's episode on Addit Connor. My name is Olua Toby, as always. Okay, so hi guys, welcome back on this week's episode. I was last week's episode. You know, I had such a huge blast last week that um, I went back to listen to the podcast. I took every single thing very personally. This is not a joke, actually, like really. Especially, it was as though a rushing wind of commandments started coming in. (laughs) And they were fighting with my feelings. I mean, at some point, I'm like... You know what? I'm just even tired. I even had love issues. You know, I had this issue of fighting with um, trying to love people, take no wrong for the things that they did. Do you know? Let me let me give you a disclaimer. This week alone, I have literally deleted three numbers on my phone. Yep. Uh huh. I blocked one. <laughs> like this is massive taking of offense at every single thing you know it's like it just comes and i'm like yo i'm just gonna delete this person's number and get this person out of my contact list like boom like that even to the slightest point of the person is not talking to me you know the person is not even addressing me person is even person is just being normal being themselves and i'm like what is this person doing on my contact list again i just i just delete it and and if if i happen to ask you somebody's number I'll just be like, I can't believe I say this person's number. <laughs> it's, gosh, I mean, it does happen, you know, it actually does happen. You remember there was a time, if you've been following the podcast, there was a time that I had a conversation with someone a very long time ago, and um, he was telling me that, um, okay, I was telling him about something that was going on, and he was like, okay, it seems you just met this person online, and it's really awkward, block the person. I'm like, block the person. Why should I block the person? It's like, I'm like, I, I've never blocked anyone in my entire life. That was like last year. Last year, April, precisely. <laughs> when everybody was in lockdown, nobody had anything to do. And everybody was making friends online. So I'm like, come on, you don't just block people. You didn't even do anything wrong. You, you just, perception is just different from mine. I'm like, well, I don't know. It depends on you when you're ready. <laughs> so I, I don't know how to put this out there, but... I sort of found it a bit uncomfortable but but now you need to see me and my blocking skills it's like pam 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 if you have like five contacts and i have all of them and you can contact me with all of them i'll block all of them <laughs> this is not even funny <laughs> what am i talking about this oh my god anyway let us pray Heavenly Father, we thank you for this week's episode. Um, thank you for your loving kindness. 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 Oh, we thank you for your loving kindness. 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 You're so much loving kindness. Your loving kindness. Your loving kindness. Your loving kindness that even we cannot 
We cannot show forth. We cannot show forth this loving kindness. This loving kindness. Thank you for your loving kindness. Because even we do so many things. So many things. So many things to you. And you love us anyway. You just love us anyway. You love us anyway. Thank you for your loving kindness. 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 That even after we've accepted you and made you Lord, we still do things that upset you. We've made you our friend. We still betray you. We're still disloyal. Thank you for your loving kindness, for never turning your back on us, for never blocking our numbers, for never deleting us. Thank you for your loving kindness. 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 Father, we ask so God that as even as we end this week's episode, that you grant us mercy. You grant us mercy. You grant us mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. But you love me anyway. It's like nothing in life that I. You love me anyway I am the nail in your wrist But you love me anyway I am Judas's kiss But you love me anyway Okay guys, welcome back So apparently, um... God wanted to say something to us. He wanted to minister light to us. You know, because trust me, I really went through a whole week of commandments and feelings. Seriously. And um, apparently, I, I I had to go back to start saving numbers. Although the numbers that I blocked were justified. <laughs> I might need to unblock some. Okay, I think it was just one I blocked. But this one was very justified. I'm not joking. I'm serious. I'm serious. No jokes. So... I'm going to try as much as possible to unblock the number and then it's really not necessary. It's trust me, the person is a negative vibe, so but then I will unblock it. I'll do the right thing. <laughs> but you know something? I basically just tell myself that I'm not anybody's Jesus Christ. So I don't see any reason why I should you know what? Let me just stop talking a bit. Because the truth is I've been in a place where it was really hard for me to love this week, this previous week. It was really hard for me to show forth love. And then I thought to myself that, how am I supposed to handle this? There were commandments and there were feelings. And my feelings were deep. When I say deep, they were deep. They were so deep. They were not hateful. They were forgiven, but they were in such a way that they had counted so many wrongs. My feelings had counted so many wrongs that I 
forgave the wrongs, but I never forgot the wrongs. And I just kept it right in my head that the instance that, you know, the person involved did something, I just remembered the previous wrongs. And I just, I just thought to myself, oh my God. You know, I was, I was, you know what I was doing? I, I, I sat to my, I was so pissed. So I sat and I was talking out aloud, trying to count out all the wrongs. And, you know, first Corinthians just popped into my mind. It says, do you know the funny thing? I never knew that that scripture had that part, that particular part. It says, love counts no wrongs it actually keeps no wrong it says it counts no wrong so this is even the gist like god was trying to make me understand that you don't even don't even bother counting the wrong how much more keeping the wrong don't bother counting it because you're not going to keep it so don't even count it it says love counts no wrongs that was the word that came to my heart as i was counting the wrongs and over the week, I went to the scripture, I went to 1 Corinthians 13, and I saw love keep no wrongs. And I, I, I just started to cry. I felt so sorry for myself. I saw commandments right in front of me, and my feelings were so deep. I just had to tell God to help me. You know, why I'm saying this, why I'm using this as an example, I'm not using addiction as an example, because I want this to be relatable to every single person that will be listening to this podcast for the first time, you know, you listened to it previously, or you just wanted to, you just wanted to keep yourself busy with something. So I want, I want, I want to just put this out there. There are times when our feelings are just so intense that even the to obey the word of God looks like how do I do this? Sometimes you see the word of God right in front of you. You see it right. It's so clear. You believe it. You know that is what it is. But it's so hard for you to follow it. It is so, so difficult. You know, it's the same way it happens with addiction. You cannot help yourself. It's like there is an emotion that is so overwhelming that you cannot even just tell how to control it, how to bring yourself to calming down, how to bring yourself to just calming down and not, you know, being overwhelmed or exclaiming or just blowing out. It takes a whole lot. So, addiction normal life issues basically it takes a lot because when your feelings you know except except if you've never never experienced this before your feelings are so intense so so intense you cannot you're like i don't know what to do right now and in your head scriptures are playing in your head and your feelings are so you are hearing your pastor say if you if you if you are still into fornication if you're still into masturbation it's because you don't understand the word of god you are hearing you're hearing scriptures so basically it just you don't even know what to do so it's like you don't even know what to do you're just hanging in there you're just stranded at some point it looks like you're just stranded you know it's the same thing that applies with faith you know there was something fantastic i heard over the week and then you know, I had issues with faith too. <laughs> like it was, trust me, it was, it was as though that last week's episode was for me. It was for me. Like, 
I think God, thank God we had that episode. It was as though I, I just needed it. I just needed it in my life. Um, you know, I had issues with faith too because there was something I was expecting. It wasn't coming up. It wasn't turning out the way I wanted it to turn out. It was really wearing me out. I was not trusting God in any way whatsoever. You know, I was hearing words like, to be calm down, relax. This is what I have said. This is what will happen. Like, it was glaring. And I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this. You know, until I listened to one. So I bumped on a message. I, I listened to one, a message. And then the pastor said, let me bust your brain. He said, the reason why we don't have faith is, is not, is not because we are afraid of what the future is. It's not because we are afraid of what the future looks like. Because most of the time we are actually not sure of what the future looks like right we're not sure what the future looks like but it is actually because we don't know who god is we don't know who is in charge of the future we are not coming into an orientation of who god is the mightiness of god so we can't we that's why it's so hard for us to have faith because for us it's just about the future and now the future looks like and we are just having faith that it will look better we are not thinking about the person that is in charge of the future when I heard that, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> that time I had already bluffed. I had done a lot of bluffing. And I just, oh, is it goofed? I had goofed in so many ways. I just chilled and just made up my mind that, you know what, just calm down. Let me just relax and chill a bit. And I, I saw God work in a way that, I, even me, I, I, I could not believe. I just opened my mouth. I'm like, are you serious? I could not be- I could not believe it. It was it was amazing. I've never seen that kind of thing before. But I've seen a number of things, you know, I've seen a number of things, but it was as though I needed to be to to be rejuvenated in my mind. That was exactly what I requested for when I was praying on that day I was praying for keeping wrongs and counting wrongs. <laughs> so so this is just me putting it out there. Freedom, right? Freedom from iniquity. Freedom from... We've been free already. Christ has already paid the price. He has already paid the price. He has removed us from the bondage of sin. Right? But for us to experience it, we need to begin to understand what the magnitude of what God has done for us. We need to understand what has been written, what has been said, and accept it. That... Our feelings begin to look intangible beside the things that we have esteemed. Most of the time, we don't esteem commandments. We basically esteem our feelings more than our commandments. So when our feelings begin to arouse, it is hard for us to bring it down because we we have always esteemed our feelings. We have always, always esteemed. You know, this says we don't walk by faith, but we walk, uh, we don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith, right? Your feelings comes from your sight. The things that you are seeing. Ah, we are going to die, oh, coronavirus, oh, and all of that. But you know, you have understanding of the commandment that says that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty and you are kept. 
So you 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 have to have that understanding of what commandments are. Esteem commandments, make them tangible. Prioritize commandments so that when feelings begin to pop up, you are able to manage it and suppress it with commandments. That way you can really enjoy what the freedom of God is. You know what? Let's let's get right to this week's episode i'm sure you guys are like is this week's episode a continuation of last week what's going on i just wanted to put it out there that most of the time god really just helps us he really just helps us to to come into an experiential life trust me to come into an experiential life you know i posted something last week and if you want to do God, do God. If you if you are not interested, don't do. <laughs> the point, the, the only thing you must know is this: Christ has paid the price for your iniquity. So it is for you to choose for, for the bondage for the slave to sin part. It is for you to choose to be free or remain bound. That is it. It is for you to choose to be free by accepting what Christ has done. Because it is by accepting what he has done, right? You know, obviously, somebody paid your price and said, okay, I'm buying you from this master. I'm taking you away to... So it is when you accept this person as your Lord and personal savior from the previous master, that is when you will now begin to experience the benefits of being under this person so um we're going to talk today about a particular scripture that has always uh, amazed me and i trust god to grant us understanding amen The breath of God is my strength The life of Christ is the life that I live The word of God resides in me Spirit of God illuminate me all right guys welcome back <laughs> so um how many of us are very familiar with that thing that paul likes to say i paul a slave to jesus even before he calls himself an apostle he says i paul a slave to you know there was a day that i saw that thing and i was wondering why is this guy calling himself a slave you know when they say that when you have now stopped becoming a slave to sin, you are now a slave to righteousness. You get that part. It says, I, Paul, a slave to, ah, a slave to Christ, ah, a servant of Christ. I'm like, ah, kill one so by ye. <laughs> we're going to take this one step at a time so that next week we're going to expand on it. So, why does Paul, why does someone like Paul, Paul that is really learned that was never a slave at any point in time he was a lawyer if i was if i'm, if I'm not mistaken he was a pharisee he was a roman guy you know the guy was he was from rome he was a big boy you know and 
he had a very good business going on and he was just a big boy he had everything going on for him paul is a fine man too you know and he got jesus and he began to call himself a servant of christ jesus you know some of us we we go like i don't understand this i am free thing so where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty there is freedom but yet i am not able to do the things i want to do so what then is freedom what then do you call the freedom i have in christ jesus if i am not able to do the things that i want to do now the the, the, the thing is that the freedom that we have in christ jesus is not the freedom for us to go astray into sin it is the freedom for us to understand that we have been given a privilege that we never had before to come to god a privilege that you know there's this part of the bible that says that now with um bold faces we can go to the throne of grace to obtain mercy Okay, that we, might, that we may find grace in the time of need. You know, there's that part that says we can actually go to the throne ourselves. You know, the way it was for the children of Israel, right? They will just... The priest is the one that, that can only go into the um, holy place. It was the only one that could go into all those sacred areas. But now, after Jesus had died and risen from the dead... He has given us that freedom to journey into God like that. Come into a dimension of God that it is not ordinary. A dimension of God that does not just have to do with physical things like obtaining physical riches and wealth but rather obtaining character and the nature of god himself which of course is something that he has designed for us to have a character and a nature that is loving a character and a nature that is peaceful the fruit of the spirit it's patient it's tolerant it forgives the character of god that is because we have obtained that freedom to freely go to God, obtain mercy. So that in times when we need to, to advance, there is grace available for us to stand from one point to another point in character, in stature. I hope I'm not saying things too deep. So it's like, hey, if, if, if I am free, from 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 seeing the, the truth about it is that every human being is a slave to something now i know a number of us will be like slavery what is slavery when you're thinking about slavery you're thinking of badagri you know slave trade you're thinking of um gustavus vasa <laughs> you're thinking of roots you are, you are thinking of um, you are thinking of um, twelve years a slave. You are thinking of um, serious slave movies. That's what you are, you are thinking of dehumanization. You are thinking of segregation. You are thinking of discrimination. You are thinking of um, all the bad nations. 
you are thinking about them you are thinking about the beatings and the struggle and the change of identity the change of identity that a person has you are thinking about all those things which of course they are all negative you are thinking about it that you are you are not at liberty to do your own will but the truth really is do you even know what your will ought to be do you know what your will ought to be you know there was this episode that i said you did not create yourself i did not create myself and whenever people come to meet me and they ask me some things and they say some things i said one thing i know is i did not create myself so i don't bother about what will happen to me I don't I don't bother about what happened to me. There was one day that I was I was contemplating about something really major in my life. And then I spirit just dropped in and I just said, You know all these decisions that you are making is not for you to make. So stop talking and focus on today. Live one day at a time as I have provided for you to live. So that the next day you will live another day at a time as I have provided for you to live. And continue to grow because all these plans that you are making, it was it was actually a major choice. Since so all these choices that you are making, it is not for you to decide. You did not create yourself. But then um says, not my will, but your will, oh God. That was something that Jesus subjected his will. To the father in the book of hebrews jesus said it is it has been written of me in the volume of the books to do thy will oh god so it is more like you stop being um subjected to the will of sin the will of um iniquity the will of unrighteousness and then you now find yourself being subjected if you submit this is the thing about coming into Jesus. Many of us accept Jesus as our personal leader and savior, but we don't even submit to his lordship. We don't submit to his lordship. We accept him. We proclaim it with our mouth, but in our heart, we have not submitted. We have not laid down our lives. We still want to do our own things. That is why it is very easy for us to always go back to our previous master. Because, because we, we have, one thing we forget is that when as a slave to something, you have learned the culture of that thing. You have learned the culture of that thing. You have learned the way of, and life of your master because your master would expect you to do the things that he would naturally do. So that when he's not around, you can represent your master being a servant. So you have learned the way, you have learned the culture, you have learned the manner of life of your master. Now, when you have not been bought with a price, you are expected to drop the lifestyle of your previous master and pick up the lifestyle of another master. But you know the thing that we do, which of course God is very patient, is that we do not drop the lifestyle of our previous master. We just say we have accepted another master. Yet, 
yet we still continue in sin. Bible says that, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. See, because grace is available in this other master's place. It, hey, grace is available in this other master's place. Have you ever seen people doing blood money? Have you ever watched movies that they do blood money? You see that one single mistake. <laughs> this is mad. One single mistake, they'll take his son. One single mistake, they'll take the lady's husband. One, one single mistake like this. You see, the Babala will be telling the person that. Maybe we talked about it now. I told you that once you do this, you will end up like this. So don't do this so that you will not end up like this. But this other master, which is Jesus, glory to God. You will do mistakes, mistakes, orishi, orishi, mistakes. And he's still going to love you. He will still call you and say, come, let's talk about it. What went wrong? That's why he now gave you the Holy Spirit. Have you seen a master that is giving you a, a counselor? That is, is ah, God, God is really good in, with human resources. Oh. Do you know he's really good with human resources? He's the kind of employer that he created a counseling unit. He created a counseling unit in the office. Damn. In your work with God, just go to the counseling unit and talk to the comforter. He is going to help you and teach you things, deep things. He will make give you understanding. You will talk to the counselor. He will help you. And then you, oh, glory to God. You will now go continue your journey again. When you're not stranded. And you know the good thing about it. The counselor is coming to check up on you. Alpha, how is it going with the work? Are you sure? Is it going well? Is it going fine? God is that kind of employer. Is he paying you wages? Oh? You are not even doing the things that you are supposed to be doing as an employee but his his responsibility as an employer has not changed he still continues to provide you with every single thing necessary even more abundantly more than you can ever think of so when we come to christ when we come to jesus we are expected to submit our own um, no, I won't say our own. No, 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 no. It is not our own. Do you know why? Because you never had a desire when you were born. You never knew anything when you were born. You, 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 you grew in sin, right? You now ask, you, you found yourself in a world that has been soaked and soiled in sin. So you learned the culture of the of a particular master. The Bible says that the devil is the god of this world. So you learned the culture of the particular master, and you now assumed that this is your own desire and your own will. Meanwhile, it is not. So when you now come into Jesus. You think maybe those desires that you had were yours, but they are not actually yours. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, um, pride of life. You think maybe they were yours. They were not yours in the first place. But you grew into it. You learned the culture of the old master. So when you came into the new master, you still felt they were yours and you still ought to own them. 
Instead of now saying, okay, let's even see how this new master works and let's begin to learn his life. When we get back, we're going to talk about the rest of this. I'll be, I'll be back soon. Just hang around. Your love's not fractured. It's not a troubled mind. It isn't anxious. It's not the restless kind. Your love's not passive. It's never disengaged. It's always present. Welcome back, guys. You know, as at last night, I actually didn't know what to say. I didn't even know what I was going to. Say. Oh, I, 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 you know, you know that ba 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 da ba dos le plekondo prakapasta da ba tumbri kapambi brostek tatundi le le kwasto pro brando sitiele kwatumba. Always, I will put words in your mouth. Always, I will put words in your mouth. Always, I will put words in your mouth. Whether you become or you do not become. Whether you know how to become or not to become. Whether you know what you are about to say or not. I will put words in your mouth. I will put words in your mouth so that you too can learn. So that you too can learn. So that you too can learn. Always, I will put words in your mouth. So so that you too can grow so that you too can become so that you too can advance in righteousness so that you too can grow always i will put words in your mouth always i will put words in your mouth always i will put words in your mouth i will put words abundant words in your mouth that you too may grow that you too will grow that you too will grow thank you jesus That book, yeah, um, that um, uh, that thing, Jeremiah says, God told him, open your mouth and I'll put words in your mouth. Shall you need to see right now, because on that corner, God has been good to us. God has been good to me. I find myself saying things that I didn't I have never thought about. I find myself saying them and I listen to them and I'm like, this is the same thing I am struggling with. And I thank God that this word just came to let me know that I will never be stranded with words because even myself need to grow. So I will begin to hear words that other people will be hearing. And me too, I will grow. Because me too, I have gathered a nature from the old master that I have brought into Jesus. I have brought it into Jesus and I, I have assumed that it is my own life too. 
forgetting that I never even had a desire or a will when I was born. I never had all those things. I just grew into a world that has been governed and judged by another God. And I learned the nature and culture of this other God. And I am choosing another God. I'm choosing and I have chosen another God. And I am finding it difficult to readjust. It is, see, I am finding it difficult to readjust because I have not submitted to this other God. For me, I am still trying to, it's just a, a slave has been bought. It takes a while for the slave to adjust to the new master. No matter to adjust to the new master, it takes a while. But eventually it does if he submits under the master. And he is willing to learn sincerely from his heart. He's willing to learn with sincerity of heart. But without sincerity, without sincerity, I assure you, you trying to fight iniquity will not work. Without sincerity, if you are trying to fight addiction, it will not work. You know why? Because you are not sincere. You are not truthful. You are not telling yourself the truth. But when you tell you, without sincerity as to your position, where do you stand? What are you? Do you like what you are doing? Okay, you don't like it. How do you feel? Do you like it? Yes, I love it. Okay, you love it. Do you want to continue loving it? No, I don't want to continue loving it. Yes, I want to continue loving it. See, you are only choosing your own paddle. And the moment you choose your paddle, you begin to soar into that boat yourself and begin to journey. You begin to journey. You begin to journey. If you choose the wrong paddle, you journey the wrong way. Basically, I wouldn't even call it wrong. It's your choice. It's what you have chosen. Um, God will tell you it's the wrong choice because he loves you and he wants you to take the right choice. But the truth really is, if you have chosen a choice, for you it is right. That's why the Bible says there's a way that cement righteous unto man, but the end thereof is destruction. So you have chosen a paddle. Good. That is what you have chosen and that is where you want to go. No problem. So you will journey and you will get to the end. But God is saying, don't go this way. Because... This is the wrong way. I love you. And I am seeing what will happen when you go this way. But you are saying, I am choosing my own way. Your own way sucks. I dropped the mic. We're going to go to finalize um, season five next week. Yes. Okay. I've gotten up. But finally, this is five next week, and I trust God to really grant us mercy. I trust Him to grant us mercy. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this week's episode. We magnify you because there is no one to be compared to you. You are Lewileshe. You are Alagbada. You know, you are blessed God. You are the blessed God. I ask so, Father, that even as we journey this week, that you grant us mercy to walk. Grant me mercy to walk. Grant us mercy, all of us, me too, mercy to work. You saw the way I struggled this week. Thank you for helping me. It was a struggle. But thank you for helping me at the end of the day. And I bless your name for it. I ask, so God, that you grant us help in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining this week's episode. I love you so much. But remember, God loves you more.
The God kind of love. I have the way. It's the God kind of love. 